We are I. There seems to be a substantial shift of what's going on here in Canada politically. You know, you see the ethics commissioner, you know, investigate the the federal executive in in Canada. And, you know, it's amazing to me how many ethics violations that the liberal federal government has racked up. You know, not only that, it's the prime minister of Canada has been found guilty of breaching ethics violations twice. So how is this person still a prime minister? Like, that's a great question. If you are found guilty of ethics violations as the prime minister, like, that should make you immediately have to step down. Like, that should trigger an election. Knowing that the leadership is guilty of ethics violations. But this current liberal government has been found of the most ethics violations at any previous government. This liberal government is also being elected by way of the fewest votes by Canadian citizens and has had their own record broke every single time and has still got elected. Like, and so when you sit there and say like, that Canadians want this narrative of the Liberal and NDP government. No. Well, because of the fact that an overwhelming amount of Canadians never even voted for the NDP. And now they're, you know, proxy leaders of this country, which is astonishing that that can even happen. But then we have this government that we don't even want. The majority of Canadians do not even want. And they're in. And they're the most corrupt Like literally the liberal government is the most corrupt, provable, have been found guilty. Like it's not even speculation. It's not conspiracy theory. They literally have been found guilty of the most ethics violations ever in Canadian history. And again, Justin Trudeau is the first person, the first prime minister in Canada to be found of one ethics violation. Never mind two. Again, breaking his own record of being a shitty prime minister. Inflation has never been as high in like the last 40 years is what it has been under Justin Trudeau. You know, never mind that violent crime rates are out of control and he's doing everything to be able to make it worse. Illegal immigration is out of control. The cost of living is out of control. All of these things. Never mind this perverse theory of thinking that you can eliminate fossil fuels and, you know, damage the province that economically and fiscally props up the entire rest of our country. You know, when you throw it in Alberta's face like that. You know, but we look at a shift and this is the shift that I see. This is the interesting part. So you have all of these things. You have these ethics violations being thrust to the forefront. You know, so 
the willingness that somebody is going to investigate the privacy commissioner, the ethics commissioner, all of these guys, men and women, and they're actually finding them guilty. Now, that that's a huge feat because we know politically things get swept under the rug the whole time. So this is the first scene that you see of things coming undone. You know, then one of the things about, you know, Justice Rulo and one of his findings or multiple of his findings, he did say, you know, that the government was guilty of misinformation and that Justin Trudeau specifically fanned the flames and fueled the flames of um, division inside of Canada. So there was some wins. And that social media and mainstream media were definitely re, um, reporting some misinformation, which the CBC in Canada is notoriously being, you know, an extension of Justin Trudeau's mouth. So there's scene number two, that there's actually being a slight window into, you know, Justin Trudeau's divisive behavior in Canada. You know, it's scene number three is all these reports that are starting to come out that, you know, the Chinese government meddled in our election, something that the government has known because Aaron O'Toole brought this up. You know, it was never just brought up in a major and significant way because of how it looks, you know, pointing the finger and saying that there's been, you know, Chinese interference because of the backlash of what happened in the United States. And it was right around the time that everything was going on with Donald Trump and he didn't want to be linked to the controversy over Donald Trump by saying the same thing. So he didn't say anything at all. But now we're finding out that it was true. CSIS has put out their report. You know, CSIS being like our version of Homeland Security here in Canada, the American equivalent. And so there's scene number three. The truth has come out. The truth has been known. Nobody acted on it. But we know that they mailed to be able to specific, their agenda was specifically to be able to create a liberal minority government. That's how they manipulated the population to be able to do so. And that's what happened. They've specifically said, this is what we want. And this is, this is exactly what happened. So you can't say that there wasn't cause and effect because it's very apparent. Now, especially when you know, when you have that coupled with that, like Justin Trudeau's actually lost the popular vote by a very big margin, very big margin. Each time he's being reelected, because it's confusing for Canadians. Like, how does this motherfucker keep getting elected? You know, when he notoriously is not liked or loved by Canadians. But now we're starting to figure out how. Because there has been Chinese interference and it's been proven. It's been proven their theories and strategies and their results. So there's team number three. Scene number four is the, the open public announcement about how China has opened up these proxy policing stations in Canada and Justin Trudeau has done nothing about it. Absolutely nothing about it. Because Justin Trudeau has gone out and said that he admires China's basic dictatorship. He admires China's basic dictatorship in Canada. How in the fuck does that make sense when our national anthem is in the land of the free? So when you look at these things, you're like, well, okay, I understand. I understand. Did he know they were meddling in our elections? Because if you admire somebody, 
they are doing something to benefit you, you can kind of see how that looks really nefarious. Okay, so scene number five, that there is now been these, these spy buoys. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. We've seen these Chinese spy balloons, but now there's been these Chinese spy buoys found in the Arctic. So they're obviously surveilling the Arctic. One of the interesting part about that is Justin Trudeau authorized the Chinese military to do training in the Arctic in Canada. Interesting, right? When they have cold regions, they have very cold regions in China. You don't need to come to Canada to be able to train in winter-like scenarios unless if you were doing recon and intelligence gathering because you don't need to be here to be able to train in winter-like conditions. So when you start putting all these things together, you know, Justin Trudeau allows the military to be able to train in the Arctic. Well, now they have found these spy buoys in the Arctic. Seems a little interesting, doesn't it? Justin Trudeau admires the basic dictatorship of China. China's found meddling in our elections to be able to guarantee Justin Trudeau a minority government in Canada. Pretty fucking interesting. You know, Justin Trudeau won't denounce anything to do with China, dismisses it completely as right-wing conspiracy theories, even when CSIS is the one putting out this information, and that there's Chinese proxy police stations in Canada, and Justin Trudeau's doing nothing about it. That he is creating division, even somebody that he appointed as a judge in Canada, who's a liberal voting and a liberal leaning judge, finds that even Justin Trudeau himself created division in Canada amongst Canadians. That is not a far right theory, even left leaning people can see this. Like, this is really interesting. Like, these are some of the things that are happening in Canada. Never mind the fact that you have, like I said, the ethics commissioner coming at the liberal government as well. So this is where this scenario, you look at this groundswell and you can say, you know, the equivalent to this in the United States is now it comes out that Joe Biden was directly responsible you know, for blowing up the Nord Stream pipeline in conjunction with Norway. You now have Joe Biden having all of these classified documents just being loosely left around and being, you know, ratted out by his staffers, his old staffers when he was vice president. So it's clearly, you know, the party's showing that, you know, we don't want you here anymore to Joe Biden. And we can see the equivalent same thing happening in Canada being like, if you are the liberal and NDP governments right now, you should be a little worried because you know that the conservatives are packing such a powerful punch right now for when they come in. Because there's never been, in recent history, I should say, in recent history, there's never been such a groundswell behind the conservative movement. And the message or point is just, we want to get government out of your lives. We want people to be free. We want to, we want to reduce government spending. Rein in 
fiscal responsibility to be able to help reduce inflation so the Bank of Canada is not raising interest rates, crippling Canada or crippling Canadians. So it looks like it has the appearance that the powers to be, air quotes, powers to be, it looks like they're sending a really clear message to the Liberal and NDP governments right now because they're, there's definitely a lot to unpack there. So I encourage you as a Canadian or even as a foreign um, you know, individual that's listening to this outside of Canada to just even see what's going on inside of your country. And if you live here, see what's going on inside of ours because it's really interesting because we are coming to the precipice now of you know election time um, campaigning is really gonna start to kick in here pretty soon because we do have an election at worst case coming in 2025. You know, and now we're getting into like the, you know, towards the end of Q1 2023 already where that federal campaigning is going to start because like the last year to 18 months and Pierre Polyev, he's been doing it for a year already. And he's young, spry and full of energy and has a lot of backing by some extremely strong and prominent Canadian figures. So. There's some food for thought today. I'd be happy to know what your opinion is about, you know, what's happening and how, you know, it looks like the powers to be are sending a clear and direct message to the liberal and NDP governments. I wonder what your opinion is on that. <laughs> 